just like lunch in a picnic basket, you can take your learning on the go. It's time for the Podcast PD Picnic. Hmm, what's in here today? Hello everyone, welcome back to the Podcast PD Picnic. My name is Steven Sauter and I am the Technology Integration and Media Specialist for York Middle School and York High School in York, Nebraska. In this week's episode, we are going to discuss entrepreneurial experiences in the classroom. Uh, Luckily, I am joined by my colleague and entrepreneurship and manufacturing guru, Kelly Fike. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you very much for having me. Um, I teach uh, computer science, mathematics, and entrepreneurship and manufacturing courses at York Middle School. Um, Up until this is my, I've completed my second year at York, and um, 25 years of teaching. And before that, before coming to York, all I taught were math classes. And so I had to kind of broaden my uh, knowledge base and how to teach a whole new area of computer science, which is actually, um, and entrepreneurship is the majority of my classes now. So, but it's been a good growth learning experience and a new challenge. Awesome. You know, um, one thing we were talking about before we went live today was just about Kelly's overall experience and Um, somebody that's kind of helped maybe guide us um, throughout this new adventure with entrepreneurship uh, here at York Middle School with these eighth graders uh, has been Don Wetrick. And Don uh, has been the uh, innovation class uh, teacher uh, in Indiana for years. Um, He is the author of Pure Genius um, book uh, talking about uh, his innovation class and like 20% time, those type of things. Uh, and now he actually has moved on uh, to a, his own business and not in the classroom, uh, actually starting this summer. But, you know, Don uh, talked about um, in his book, In Pure Genius, um, about his father giving him advice when his uh, father was getting ready to retire. And, and his father said, I don't care if you teach for the next 20 years, just don't teach one year 20 times. And when I read that, I initially, I, right away, I thought of Kelly because Kelly, you know, came in, this is going to be your 26th year, is that correct? Yes, it is. Uh, and she came here to York Middle School a few years ago, and all she did was teach math. And uh, the position was uh, some computer science classes, uh, two math classes, and then now, hey, this entrepreneurship class. And so just giving it to her a blank slate, and it's just been awesome to see uh, somebody who's been in it for 25 years just totally take it and run and have fun with it. And so um, it's been really, really neat to watch kind of as an outsider, uh, somebody who I greatly respect taking on a new challenge, uh, a blank slate with this entrepreneurship class uh, and so on, and and just provide our students an excellent opportunity outside of your traditional classes. So we're going to transition and and talk into um, kind of this entrepreneurship program that started at uh, York Middle School. Um, It started uh, back in uh, kind of the summer of 2016 uh, with the goal of of trying to get it going in in winter of 2017. Mm -hmm. So, Kelly, would you want to kind of talk a little bit about how this class unfolded um, and kind of your experience with the history and the background of this class? Sure. Um, Yeah, we received the grant in the winter of 2017 uh, from the State Department of uh, Education. Along with that grant, we were in partnership uh, with a local manufacturer, Cyclone Air, um, and we have worked side by side with them. We take the kids to um, tour there. They have, you know, been back and forth and here in the our building working with us. 
Um, I believe our district saw the importance um, of exposing our students to promoting entrepreneurial and manufacturing experiences. Um, also, I know part of what Cycle and Era would like is, um, you know, for our students to stay or if they go to college somewhere else to come back um, and work here and be productive citizens in the York community. Uh, with this grant, we received um, all brand new desktops. I received a universal laser system, all the software that was needed for that, um, for the students to be able to create. Uh, then that allowed for students to create their own businesses. Um, each semester, we have uh, new groups of students with that. And then we also have a kind of a class business that runs throughout the year that we're trying to get uh, to grow and to get it going, doing plaques for the school. Um, you know, frames, any other kind of products, and we keep that going, um, trying to get that going throughout the whole year. Absolutely. You know, and I think uh, one thing Kelly talked about, what I thought is really neat and has been a great resource for us has been um, our partnership with Cyclone Air yeah. and the community of York. And uh, we're, we're very lucky to where our, our community is very supportive. Uh, and this is just one example of many um, to where we were able to partner with Cyclone Air uh, able to take the kids out mm -hmm. uh, and actually see manufacturing um, and how in a town of 8,500 people in New York, Nebraska, and how they reach worldwide. Uh, I think that kind of opened the eyes of our kids to realize, hey, I'm in Nebraska, but they're working on parts and projects that they're sending over into Asia, uh, into the Middle East, those type of things. And it was really a cool eye-opening experience and and we're so lucky to have a great community and, and those type of partnerships. Um, now, Kelly, you, when you talk about this entrepreneurship class, um, what does a typical day, what does a typical week semester kind of look like in this entrepreneurship classroom? Because to me, I mean, it's a very atypical class. Very. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you, you don't have necessarily the bell ringer um, always, you know, you don't have those type of things. Uh, and not necessarily a set curriculum per se. Right. Um, what does what does that typical day, typical week look like for you? Uh, well, first of all, like, I know something we've tried to incorporate um, is kind of some meetings at the beginning of class, kind of some checklists like, you know, um, okay, business A, what do you need to get accomplished today? Business B, what is your goals? And that's something we tried to incorporate. I need to get a better job of making that more consistent, but that was something that helped. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the semester, uh, I, the kids all learn the design software, um, whether they're gonna use it for their business or not, they get exposure to that. Uh, they get, I have tried different materials, you know, glass, wood, whatever it might be that the laser can use and they get to create using that software and make their own products that they can take with them. Um, and that way they do learn the design process and being able to produce those. And it's up to them whether their company ends up using that or not. Um, then they, we explore what an entrepreneur is, the characteristics and qualities. They kind of do some self-assessment and kind of compare um, what their strengths are. Um, and then they do create teams. Uh, some of them choose to work on their own. Uh, some of them team up. We've had, you know, groups of one, two, three, even four. Uh, sometimes the four gets almost too much, but I let them kind of decide how they want to team up. That was kind of our first semester. We weren't sure whether to pick groups or, but it's actually worked for middle school kids. I think it's better 
to kind of let them pick it because of just working together better. So uh, then they create, they decide on a product. Uh, they have to come up with a business model. Uh, before they kind of produce much of that product, they get some customer feedback, um, checking for the validity of that product as their potential need want uh, for that. We've even had, um, after they've gotten that customer feedback, uh, sometimes they choose to change their product um, just because, you know, they decide, oh, the customers don't really need this or want this. Uh, then they create their business name, logo, they do cost analysis, they determine their selling price. They also have to con uh, construct a pitch presentation. Uh, then they start marketing their product and themselves. Uh, once they get sales rolling, um, then probably every day it's, sometimes it's waiting for the laser, but they're working on the design work, running through things for the laser. If they're using that, making their products, uh, going out and making sales and trying to push their product as much as possible. Um, there's a lot of different things going on at class at once. They're all at different places um, and a lot of different steps uh, throughout the whole semester. Cool. So, you know, I think, you know, one thing that you touched on were the, the meetings kind of at the beginning of the week, beginning of class, and then kind of end of week, uh, end of class. Um, and so you adopted that. Um, it's called the Scrum methodology. And so uh, I happened to be at a conference and, and brought it back to Kelly. And uh, I thought it'd be a good idea because that was something that we had talked about was just keeping kids, especially at eighth grade, because they're still in that, the, the key part of that maturation process yes. of developing those soft skills. Yeah. And it, it, was a, it was kind of a struggle to, you know, keeping them, on task and focused mm, and very much so. <laughs> what they needed to get done um, to accomplish their goals. Uh, and so the scrum methodology, you know, one thing that we were able to take from it was having um, kind of a, a meeting at the beginning to discuss um, what they have done, what they're working on now, um, and maybe what challenges they were facing. And so that allowed them to create that so-called to-do list task list for the week. Um, and I think, you know, yeah. has that made an impact? You yes, know? it was. And I know we used it a lot more early on uh, as we got into just making products. You know, that's something maybe I need to work on a little bit better with. But we actually even had the whole wall. We made their scrum boards and we broke down like when they were doing their business model, we broke those down into tasks and subtasks. And I know the kids uh, really thought that was helpful this last semester because they could kind of keep track. They could split up the jobs and say, okay, this is what part's done. And then they would track it. These are our tasks. These are the ones we're working on. And then these are the ones that we've got complete. Um, and then the meetings helped. Okay. And then I kind of knew each day where was yeah. everybody at and what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, and so, sometimes <laughs> later on, it got a little bit more spread out. But. So it not only helped them, but it helped you. Yes. Too. <laughs> yeah, awesome. That's great. So, uh, you know, I think the the um, the cool part about it, so the Scrum methodology, uh, all the big software companies uh, use that. They often have a Scrum master. So uh, we'll also put uh, some notes and some resources on the uh, Podcast PD Picnic uh, website that you can check out uh, to, if you're interested in exploring that uh, as well. Um, so, Kelly, you also talked about, you know, having every kid go through that design software. Can you talk really quick about maybe some of that technology that you're using in your classroom with those kids? Yes. Um, the software we use for design is Corel Draw. And even after the first semester that I was teaching it, I didn't hardly know 
anything about it, but that's something that's evolved and I've gotten better and gone to training myself. Uh, but they use that um, to create their designs. Uh, we've learned how to take things through Pixlr and make, you know, transparent backgrounds. We've learned how to create bitmaps um, and they learn all of that. And then that's sent through the to print on our universal laser system. Uh, we use Google Drive and all the suite. They have to learn how to create spreadsheets, which is something completely new mm -hmm. uh, to them. The first semester I did it and I was like, no, they need to figure out how to do the the cells and the functions. And so they've had to learn how to do that. Uh, their presentations, we share a lot of documents. Uh, that's been super easy to be able to share uh, things with them and back and forth. And then I can keep track of it and we don't have a lot of papers. Um, keeping those ideas of cost analysis, we, they have to learn how to create on a, on a spreadsheet also. So we've used multiple of those in marketing and creating their presentations and their advertisement that goes around. Sure all over the place so so in this so it's kind of neat because i think the kids are kind of just thrown out in you know the the deep end of the water and kind of forced to swim a little bit because yes. everything is new for them uh even the classroom with it being so independent of oh what do you mean i can there's not an exact answer you know it's so open-ended um it's really kind of interesting and, and kind of fun to watch the kids and see yes, how they survive a little bit so, so um through this very atypical classroom, you know, because I know some of the interviews that we've done with community people, they've said, well, how do you grade them? Well, that's not what this class is yeah. about, right? It's more about the experience because even if their product fails, they learned something, which is so valuable. Um, throughout this class, was there a single moment uh, or maybe an experience with a kid or you saw a kid that made, made you think like, wow. You know that that wow factor like this class is truly making a difference is there's can you think of a, a single moment or an experience yeah there, i mean there's several and but i know one particular um young man that we even had the very first semester we offered this class so i didn't know a whole lot what i was doing but um <laughs> he comes you know he doesn't like school he really doesn't produce much of anything in any class and I'd had him in another class and, you know, sometimes he would do work, sometimes he wouldn't, but they created their product, you know, their idea. And, you know, I didn't know a lot with, with the software, the Corel Draw, and he got on there and designed their entire thing. And he actually taught a lot of the rest of us how to do those things. And I learned probably more from him than he probably learned from me in that whole experience. And then the Cyclone Air took his design and they converted it to whatever they need to to laser it on some metal and made the keychains for him. But I, he was a completely different kid in that class. Um, he excelled. Uh, he was great every day he came in there. He got to work. He was eager to be in there. Um, and so that's kind of cool to see. Uh, and I've had some other students that there, you know, that was their thing they looked forward to every day all day they were like this is the only class that i enjoy doing because it gives them i guess more ownership in what they're doing and allows them to create and not have to be kind of confined in a in a education box and restrained right. and right. allows them to be who they are and sometimes those are your best one actually those have been some of my best ones that are not your typical good students. Your stereotypical A students, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, when you brought that up, I, that just made me uh, flash back and remember watching him 
who here's your stereotypical bad student, right? Maybe kind of irresponsible and just kind of disengaged. But then you're right. Once you jumped into this class, you just took off yeah. and you could sense that pride yes. and you could kind of see that light bulb going for him. And so it was really, really cool. And experience. just like when I would learn something from him and even he acknowledged, you know, us acknowledging that he was pretty proud of himself and good good for him and good for me too sure absolutely <laughs> so you know uh i know we're, we're starting to run out of time here kelly but uh hopefully we our, our listeners are thinking gosh this would be a pretty cool experience you know something that we could try um even if we did it in that 20 percent time you know uh, or something to, to provide these uh opportunities for kids you know could you what would be maybe a, a couple of starting points or ideas or you know suggestions on how to uh, maybe Get started off on the on the right foot well I, first of all you just have to be kind of willing that it's going to change and evolve and that you're not going to figure it out the first time because i know we started with some curriculum you know it worked it helped me give some pace at the beginning um but i it just didn't work for us and so i needed probably i needed more freedom i guess and um you really actually become more of an advisor than you do the teacher you can kind of lead discussion um, you have to be willing to let them, okay, I, I know that this is a bad idea, but I'd let them figure that out and they have to figure that out on their own. You're not going to change it for them. Um, and they will learn through that. I researched, you know, I've looked up a lot of different things, a lot of plans. I took what we use kind of a pacing. Well, in order, we did things with the, uh, mixinc.edu or edu curriculum and kind of adapted some of that and took some of what I had learned from that. And then I just started looking up new things. How can I, you know, get the kids to develop their idea better or their pitch presentation. And so it was just kind of researching multiple ideas and just kind of piecing together. And then each semester has been different. It has also depended on the types of students I have. I've had to kind of adapt, mm -hmm. you know, how I carry out those things. So it's kind of hard to say a certain area, but you just have to be willing to take a risk. And sometimes <laughs> it's worked and sometimes it hasn't. Um, but I'm always, you know, free to share anything sure. that I've uh, done, that I've created, that I've made from it. Uh, that is always, I mean, I wouldn't be where I was from people sharing with me also. Awesome. So. You know, and I think you, you, you made uh, the part of taking a risk, you know, which it's hard sometimes for all yeah. of us to get out of our comfort zone like yeah. you and I are doing right now. Yes, this is very. our very first <laughs> ever tried doing a podcast, uh, but it's it's been fun. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing you, you said was just letting go. And I think for me as an educator in my early years, it was so hard to let go and let the kids control a little bit yes. and let them do their own thing. Yes. Um, I think that's the hardest thing that teachers face yes. um, is letting go and turning your kids loose and let them go discover, create, and then have fun. And so um, it's been fun. It's been very uh, good. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah. So uh, we will put our contact info uh, on the website as well, along with some of these other resources. Uh, we really hope uh, you enjoyed listening to this week's episode of the Podcast PD Picnic. Until next time.